Hi guys and welcome to episode 15 of Once a Month for Brunch. Welcome. Hi. Okay, Ma. We've hi, made hi. it. I hope. Yes. I hope this is the last <laughs> one. Guys, this episode's been going. It no, it's wrong. It's been, yeah, everything going, going wrong. wrong. <laughs> yes, but we're but here. we are determined. Yes, yes. We're determined to make it happen. Yep. Today is Saturday, the seventeenth of June, and this episode will be out on Sunday, the eighteenth of June. Yes. Um, and we have a very exciting announcement because now once a month for brunch is available on Apple Podcasts. So in case you prefer Apple Podcasts over Spotify, make sure to check us out there. We are available and live starting now. And you can also hear all the other, like the latest episodes and older episodes. So feel free to comment and review. Give us five star reviews. And (laughs) nothing less than five stars. Keep it moving if it's nothing, if it's not five stars. Yeah. So. I actually, let's give them five seconds to like rate the episode, not the episode, the podcast. <laughs> five seconds, guys. Da, 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 da. Five stars. Okay. I can feel them coming. Okay, okay. thank you. <laughs> okay, we so. right along. We, yeah, weekly updates. Um, I can start for me. I'm leaving Cyprus tonight. So I'm having mixed feelings. I'm sad of, about leaving. But I'm also looking forward to my own bed and my my family at home and cat, my cat. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's been um, five weeks without them. Yeah, I miss them. I really do. But I'm also going to miss, like, the beaches here. We The last week, we spent mostly going to the beach and discovering new beaches. And um, the weather's actually been great. I also have a nice tan going now. So, um yeah, that's my week. Mostly really just beaches, spending time with friends, and that's it, really, yeah. Nice. How's okay. your week been? How has my week been? My week has been the... Which is almost over. In a week from now, almost, I should be done, and it should be out of my hands, and I can live again. Mm-hmm. Um, also, classes start na- next week, which kind of is throwing me off, and I'm not really ready for that yet because it's stressful, and I'm, I'm just not mm-hmm. ready. Next, um, I have a new mic, so hopefully we actually can hear a difference um, from how I sound in previous episodes. Yep. We think we do hear a difference. Yes. Let us know. Feel free yep. to comment. The thing that happened was my childhood kindergarten not kindergarten primary school best friend getting married and i've known her since i was six i've known you one day more than i've known her i believe because we came to germany on a sunday and that sunday we met you yeah and on monday i went to school and that monday i met her so yeah um one of my older oldest friends and she's russian so it was a big fat russian wedding which was really fun there was lots of dancing lots of music lots of alcohol mm-hmm. <laughs> lots of vodka <laughs> it was a fun time like it, i'm really happy for her and yeah i'm just that's nice i love looking weddings. forward yeah i love going to weddings me too so for this week's episode we kind of want to talk about weddings and marriage um because for us in our environment all of our friends are getting married a lot yeah like really most of my friends are either in a relationship or they're already married or they're getting married this year Mm -hmm. um so i kind of thought "Hmm, i want like for me i wonder what the feeling of wanting to get married feels like Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, we can talk about this in this episode, and mm-hmm. how, yeah, how how do we you know, know if you're ready for yes. marriage? Because that's the thing. Mm-hmm. So much of the focus is on the wedding and like getting mm-hmm. the perfect wedding day, which is great, and I agree that it's important. But I think sometimes people don't think as much about what happens afterwards and the fact that you are literally married to someone and are hopefully spending the rest of your time or your life Life. with them. (laughs) And so before you think about the wedding or put so much effort into the wedding, you should consider like, am I ready to be married? What Mm -hmm. do you think? Like, how do you know you're ready? Mm -hmm. So 
for me, it's it's kind of hard to say because I know at this moment I'm not ready to get married. I'm obviously single, so I can't even get married at the moment. Why obviously single? It's not that well. You, you could you could be in a relationship. Don't be so I could negative. Be. No, don't I don't. So I choose not to be. I choose okay, exactly. not to be. And you I'll, like I'll explain mm -hmm. why. I'll explain why. You have so options, for me, girl. So <laughs> <laughs> for me, I choose to be single because. I think this is the prime time. Like I'm turning 21 in a Bye couple of weeks. It, yes, this is <laughs> Korean for prime time. No, just kidding. <laughs> But um, I feel like, okay, now I'm, I'm turning 22 soon and I'm starting to get to know myself better and I start to realize what do I want in my life? How do I want to spend my days? And I think I just want to enjoy being alone and living my life for myself. In, at the moment and mm -hmm. that is why I choose to stay single for now because I, I just I want to relish in the being single and just nice work. living my life relish. for me and um, just I, I think some I think women my age they don't enjoy being single like most of them what I see on social media is like oh I just I want a new boyfriend I, I've just yes quick question sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering, did you, now you're 21, at 18, did you feel the same way you feel now? No, I don't think so. Mm, did so you want I'd, to be in a relationship at, like, yes. and like thinking of, oh, it would be nice and cool if I were married yep. at this age? Really? Definitely. Well, no, mm. not at 18. But I, I think with, when I was 18, I didn't realize how big the responsibility of being in a relationship is. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, yeah, I have a boyfriend, nice, life's good, <laughs> life's great. But I didn't realize how much of an effort it actually is to be in a relationship. Mm. And I think that's why for now, I'm saying, okay, I still have plenty of time. Like, if you're getting married, you're spending your whole life with that person. I still, if I'm getting married with by 30, I still have so many years and decades of being married to somebody so mm -hmm. now i'm just like okay just enjoy the time of being single for now because that's probably the greatest like my youth is the greatest time of my life and i i want to make my own decisions without being considerate of someone else's feelings let alone having children like mm -hmm. no i'm not i was gonna say i'm not wasting my time on children yeah <laughs> <laughs> but No, I just, I enjoy being on my own and getting to know life and experiencing life alone with friends, not alone with friends, but not in a exactly. relationship. Yeah. That's how I feel. <laughs> Back to the question of now we know you aren't ready now, but yeah. if you were to think of like, okay, what should someone be considering? And like, what are the things mm -hmm. that kind of get you in the direction of being ready? So I think as I said it's important to know how that it's hard work. Like you have to, mm. we already, already talked about this. Like you have to make compromises. You will change as a person. And I think you have to realize that it is, both of you have to put in the effort to make a relationship and a marriage work. And because with a marriage, you start living together and it's going to be so much different than what you were used to. Even, mm -hmm. I think, Correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm obviously speaking from no experience. But I think if you're in a relationship and you take it to the marriage level, the relationship will automat automatically change. Is I I don't have any experience on that either. But some people some people say yes, it does, and some people also say no, it doesn't. So I think it depends. It can it could mm. be that you feel different in the relationship once you get married. And for some people, maybe it's maybe it's dependent on how long you've been together prior to marriage. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. Yeah, could be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I think you have to really be honest to yourself as well. Like, can I see myself next to that person for my for the rest of my life? And mm -hmm. I think that kind of goes back to me not wanting to be in a relationship <laughs> right now, because the idea of spending the rest of my life with one person And I, yes, and I don't know how, like, for now we're good, but what's it going to be like in 20 years? Like, mm -hmm. I, maybe I'm going to change so much. So, I don't know. How do you think? Uh, how do you feel? 
What do you think? I feel that there is no way of being 100% ready for marriage. Mm. Just based on the fact that you don't know what it's going to be. So there's no way you can prepare for, like, be to be 100% ready. However, I don't think it's impossible to prepare yourself generally. And I think one of the biggest things when it comes to preparing for marriage would be knowing yourself and knowing your faults especially like what are things that you are not good at as a person especially when it comes to emotional intelligence when it comes to like just improving on issues that you might have as a person in relationships in general and that's disregarding whether or not you already have a partner if marriage is something you are considering this is something that you should be working on prior Mm-hmm. And so, like, what are my faults? Why do I think the certain things? Why do I have certain issues? And how can I fix them? Like, I think that's one of the most important things you can do. And even, actually, that's something that, whether or not you're getting married, is something that you should work on, basically. Yeah. Like, it's yes. the, that's the bottom That's what I'm doing. That's minimum. what I'm doing. I'm, so I'm well trying done. to figure out myself so that I can openly communicate with my partner in the future Mm -hmm. tell them okay this is how i feel or this is why i do certain things Mm -hmm. if you don't like it i'll try maybe i can compromise i maybe i can change some things as you said in an earlier episode as well fred told you a few things like for example how you talk to your sister i think it was Mm -hmm. and you then realized that it made you change for the better so but i yeah yeah so not like that's one thing and then on the other hand this is when you do have a partner or yeah and like marriage is actually something that is on the table it's then you i think the responsible thing to really put on the blue colored glasses let me know what the rose colored glasses are mm-hmm. you meet someone the person is amazing the hottest person you've ever seen in your life so attractive <laughs> so funny so this so that and there's nothing that the person can do wrong in your eyes because you have the rose-colored glasses on. Um, and it's very difficult to see the faults that the person has because as humans, every no one is perfect. Everyone has mis- like issues that they might be going through. They have faults. They have things. So put on your, your blue-colored glasses at the beginning of a relationship when marriage is on the table meaning you look at the faults and you decide like you're really honest with yourself and also maybe with your partner but definitely with yourself first like i see these issue- issues with this person is this something i can live with for the rest of my life if the person doesn't change because the thing is the person definitely will change but that you don't know or you can't be guaranteed and think to yourself oh they'll definitely change for the better so mm-hmm. assuming that or they actually even get worse sometimes in that department and does is that something you can live with for the rest of your life mm-hmm. now yeah once you've made a decision that yes we will i will communicate my issues we will work on them and you see improvement um or there are some things that will just stay the same because some people sometimes don't change certain habits once you've decided that you are going to accept all of those things then it's when you put on the rose-colored glasses and once the rose-colored glasses are on when once your marriage has begun and like you're on this journey this difficult journey now is the time where you really try to focus on all the good things about the person and the reason that you marry them to begin with Mm. because when things get hard you really need to cling to those rose-colored glasses and they should really not be something that you leave at the beginning of the relationship yeah absolutely so for me, that's really the big thing I can do to prepare, just knowing your baseline of imperfection mm. <laughs> on yes. both sides. And I think you also said that it's important like when things get hard to cling onto those rose-colored glasses. Mm-hmm. And I think that's true as well, because in a relationship or in a marriage, if you realize, okay, we've come to a certain point, this is getting difficult, or we, you might have had an argument, it's important to remember, okay, why did I choose to get married to this person? Yeah. Why or do, what's what are the things that I love about this person? And exactly. I guess that would also help with the marriage, getting through difficulties, not always being like if you had an argument, not getting super negative, mm-hmm. but always try to remember and see the reasons why you got married in the first place. Yes. 
so I really like your analogy there. I really like that. It's not mine, actually. It's someone else, and it just stuck with me. And I, I always mm. think of that now. And so I'm, I'm actually really trying to be looking at the blue-colored stuff right now <laughs> because I'm like, if I'm getting married, I really need to be okay with everything. And I'm, I'm also very adamant that like, if he doesn't like things about me, he tells me because I think it's very for women. We are more open about communicating and wanting to communicate and it's so Mm -hmm. important to us that we try but when on the other end and this is not just with Fred but with I've noticed with other guy friends and my brothers getting them to like talk about issues and things that bother you them about with that they are bothered by is really difficult but I for me I thrive off of feedback I don't need someone like I'm not the kind of person who if I ask you like, do I look fat? I'm I'm going to expect that you say, I look, oh, you look like a feather <laughs> when I know what I look like. Like, I'm, when I ask you questions, I gen- I want a genuine, honest response. Yes. I don't need you to be rude to me, but I want <laughs> to know how you really feel. And so I really do want to have all the feedback, even the things that might hurt my feelings for a short while, but I'm willing to take that because in my mind, it's worth... Um, helping the relationship in the long run if now for a few minutes I have my feelings hurt and might need to process some time to process mm. and so I really also want I, I expect the same back that if, if I'm looking at you and judging not in a bad way but like I'm judging things that might not be so perfect about you I want you to do the same and then be sure that yes I've seen all your negative faults because I know I'm not perfect I want you mm. to be able to be like I've seen all your negative faults and I think I want to still go on and if you have seen all those things and you want to go on and I'm like okay great I agree let's keep it going so yeah yeah so I think it's it's really important to be realistic mm-hmm. be realistic about the other person and that's why the blue glasses matter <laughs> <laughs> you need to know the person before getting married well obviously you need to know them but like you really need to know them all their negative things as well as their positive traits but be realistic be honest and if you say okay actually i don't see myself with that person for the rest Mm -hmm. of my life then you also have to be honest and maybe if there's negative traits the other person has and you communicate them honest uh, honestly with the other Mm -hmm. person they might change and then you you do you see yourself with that person so yeah as we all say one thing about yeah one thing about change that i've noticed is that you can change for a, a person and the change like the problem with that is if you're changing for a person i think just let's basically listen to the episode on change that we did mm. but the bottom line is what scares me about someone to change is how long that change will last mm-hmm. because if you're only changing because i asked you to do so if down the line you don't like me as much and for for whatever reason will you reverse those changes and am I then back to square one so I don't want to go into a marriage thinking oh this person has changed for me but in 10 years they might just be back to where they were to begin with yeah actually I've never thought about that yeah that's something that I am so that's where I was saying that if I, the person is changing, if even though you are the, the the catalyst for the change, but the person actually genuinely wants that change for themselves, mm-hmm. and if regardless of you being in their life and requiring that from you, they would have kept going. So if, for example, you change and you break up, but you still keep that change going, as with me, with my sister, I will now be very more, always more conscious about how I speak with her, mm-hmm. regardless of whether I'm with the person who inspired that change or not, right? Yeah, and so I think yeah. the reason the reason why I've never I've never thought it, about it that way because, well, I I grew up with book tropes of being like, oh, I can change him, I can change him, mm-hmm. and then um I've never thought about like if you're actually like together for, let's say you're you've been together for ten years, and yeah, that person change you changed them, but did they actually want to change? Mm-hmm. And, we'll, and are they going to like see the change through no matter what? Yeah. On their own. You never, you don't know. Like, it's not a guarantee. Mm-hmm. Huh. I never exactly. That. Yeah. So there's a lot in my mind where I'm like, sometimes I wish I didn't think so deeply about some things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would make things less complicated. Yes, that's true. Yeah. But so the other you, thing. It, 
Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, no I think going, it's, it's, it's good. It's good to prepare and also ask yourself those questions, though, because marriage is serious and serious. it's a really big life decision. So I don't know if you're overcomplicating it or you're just being honest and realistic. I think I am I am overcomplicating it, but I think in this instance for this for the because of the magnitude of it, it is justified. And mm. so I am very, very like nitpicky and I have very high standards on myself because I just don't want to make a decision that's down the line I won't be happy with. Yeah. Especially because of the fact that like I am going into this thinking I am like you will be with me for the rest of my life mm. and I will be with you for the rest of my life. I don't want you to be unhappy because you changed when you mm. didn't want to. Because some some things, and I honestly believe this, some things I might want someone to change are not things that are bad. Like it's not that they're bad things that, like, for example, maybe you have uh, the horrible habit of kicking cats. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just preferences like just preferences in life that do matter though when it comes to marriage Mm -hmm. because I don't I might not care if you do certain things but I will care if the person I'm going to live the rest of my life with does those things Mm -hmm. and so it's not it's not like it's it's difficult because it's changes that like I'm also like I if you don't want to change I don't want you to change either you know yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so that's the big thing um another Thing I think someone should be clear on is their expectations when it comes to marriage. Mm-hmm. Like you need to know what your expectations are for yourself within the marriage, for your husband within the marriage, and also generally having like you want you you should know the kind of life you are expecting to live. Like, um, are you saying, for example, you want traditional family roles? Are you someone who you're like, oh? I want to be, as a woman, the one who is in charge of the household. I want to be doing mm-hmm. the cleaning, the cooking. I, I want to be a homemaker. Like, is that what you want? And, are you someone? But yeah. for that to be the case, isn't it important to, for yourself, know that first? Do you know what I mean? Like, for, because yeah, for me, I'm saying, yeah, we're probably talking about the same thing. But I'm, because for me, I'm thinking, well, I need to know what I want first. And then I'll get married but yes. i don't i'm not sure if that's always the case for people who get married yes but i so both of us think it's very important to do that yes yes okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like also spe- like not even just in general what you want but spe- because it it is important in marriage to kind of be clear on what the expectations are on both sides and then communicate them and agree on okay this is what we as a couple have now set as our normal right Mm -hmm. um that might be even things in connection with like what how close will we be with our individual families now that we are married like are they supposed is it okay for them to just come in and drop by whenever they want or Mm -hmm. um do they need to call and schedule ahead before something like that? Like, how do we as a family and as a couple, um, how, this is how I imagine we resolve conflict. Like I'm someone who, for example, I need time to think and process. And are you someone who can allow me to do that? Or are you someone who right away needs to like talk everything out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, just be open about some things that you don't want in a marriage. For example, I know I am, there are some things, if I can pay someone to do them, I will have someone do them. Laundry. If I had the money, (laughs) if I had the money for someone to be, and like to do all my laundry, I will gladly pay someone to do that. I am not that kind of person who will spend, would want to spend. Really? I don't don't mind doing laundry. <laughs> I'm also not someone who cooks regularly. Like I find cooking to be as like I love yeah. food and I I cook well in my opinion. Not everyone needs to agree. In my humble I think, opinion, <laughs> <laughs> I think for myself, I I don't like cooking every day. Like I need to be in the mm-hmm. mood to do something. I'm very much yes, a meal yes, prep yes. person, and I buy lots of stuff that I can just heat and like quickly put together. But I don't cook. Yep. And so I agree. that's Same. if you come 
into the marriage thinking that, oh, I will be this person who every day is like making you and like wonderful things. This is like, you have to understand that that might happen maybe like once or twice a month if yeah. I'm feeling it. <laughs> and other than that, I'm going to probably th- make things like fried rice because I can literally just have rice cooked for a whole week and then just put it in a pan, add some soy sauce and some vegetables and some chicken and call it a day. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll yeah. probably have that meal for two or three times in a week because it's easy. Yeah. So those kinds of things. As a husband too, like, am I expecting my husband to be the kind of husband who basically is Anthony Bridgerton <laughs> you keep bringing up Bridgerton today. I know. I I have been thinking about Anthony. <laughs> like, am I think? Am I hoping to have like a farmer George in my life, or am I like realistic in that? Like that in having in mind that this is a written character that was written by a woman, mm-hmm. and so I can't have the expectation of like the most romantic person in the in the world. Yeah. Um, and the person is just there, like, but like. I'm just me. I don't yeah. do any of that stuff. Yeah. So yes. setting expectations no. and knowing what yeah. you want and then communicating it with the other person and yeah. matching. I think that's also because, well, you're once you get married, you're living together. If mm-hmm. you're in a relationship and you don't live together, you won't know that about the other person. You might think, oh, they just prepare their meals every day and have like a great dinner every day. Mm-hmm. but they might go to mcdonald's every day <laughs> hey <laughs> i'm stressed <laughs> so like it won't once be you're... for much longer <laughs> <laughs> once you're actually living together it's like a whole different level of getting to know a person mm-hmm. um so it's very important to set um your expectations before getting married and be honest and have that conversation and yeah i I fully agree, actually. Yeah. I don't... Yeah, it's, it's in, important. <laughs> in that line, it's like over all the thinking of um, things about... Like, for example, kids. Kids is, in my opinion, one of the first things you should discuss mm-hmm. in a relationship. In a relationship, but I find yeah. it so fascinating how people cannot know how the other person feels about, for example, kids because it's such a big... Milestone. Like, exactly. And then only for know. you to be in a relationship for like three four six eight years and then you break up because the person didn't change their mind and you only found out later that they didn't want kids whereas you really really wanted kids Mm. like have should some of those things like my for me it's kids it's the role of my family in my life and it's also um travel Mm -hmm. because i'm like the way i picture my life includes travel if i'm with someone who doesn't want to travel it wouldn't like it would only work if they were okay with me going by myself and they really had no problem with it. But yeah. I also don't. I also don't. Wouldn't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be traveling with me, because mm-hmm. what's the whole point? Yes, like, yeah. I agree. So some of these things are just you need to, like you said in the beginning, you need to know what your life, what the life you want, looks like, so that you know the kind of person that would fit that life. And be mm-hmm. able to enjoy it as much as you would as well. Without yeah. having to sacrifice me, so much. For me, it's actually similar. I think it's also like kids, obviously, is very important. You have to be on the same page. You can't just have half a kid. You, <laughs> exactly. you, need, to, you need to discuss beforehand and see if you agree on, on that topic. Mm-hmm. Then for me, it's also traveling, but also spontaneity. Spontane- oh my spontaneity. God. Spontaneity. Yes, like I love going on spontaneous mm. trips and nothing really too planned out. We love, but we don't have the money for that. Yeah. First, we That's need sad. money. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> money is also important. Like we need to discuss how who's yes. working, like how are mm-hmm. we doing the work. Yes. And, um, but also spontane. I won't say the Spontaneity. word. Spontaneity. Yeah. You can do it. I believe Spontaneity. In you. Yes, look at you. So proud. <laughs> um. So yeah, you have to like. I I love to be like ideal would be for my partner to go like. Oh, I booked us a trip. I won't mm. tell you where we're going. Um. Oh, just tag I along. Would like that, right? I love the idea mm-hmm. of doing that. Do that for and me just... one day. I will do it for you too. <laughs> and you know, you don't need a relationship like. I can do. I can be that person for you. <laughs> <laughs> I 
we'll book you a trip and we'll I'll just take you somewhere. We'll just have a chill time. <laughs> that would really actually be nice. That sounds so lovely. Right? I love doing I I would love one day to do that. Yes. Okay, great. Also we we will get that card thingy mm-hmm. that I sent you. Oh yeah. The game. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I think for me, it's really important to go on trips together because as we also talked about this, traveling with friends, it's similar with traveling with your partner. You mm. make mem- new memories together. You may have new experiences together and you bond over traveling together. So mm-hmm. for me, that's very important in a, in a partner. And spontane- <laughs> spontaneity. Say it with me. Spontaneity. <laughs> this has become an english lesson (laughs) okay yeah what else is there Mm, for me i my partner really needs to be my friend like somebody who supports me who truly wants the best for me who Mm. would really basically like a namjoon like a namjoon oh yes actually yes like somebody (laughs) who just who wants the best for me and who gets super happy if I succeed in things and will support me no matter what. And I might not even expect them to, sh- that I might not expect them to show up, but they surprise me with showing up. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah, because I will do that. I will, yes. I will support you with whatever I have. I will mm-hmm. give you my best. So because of that, because I know how I would be in a relationship, I am just enjoying the time where I don't have to do Mm. that just yet. (laughs) That's interesting. I think I'm a bit different in that sense. I think I'm more of the kind of person who I need you to be okay on your own. And Mm -hmm. not like, I am also the kind of person where I will do a lot for you because I enjoy taking care of people. And I want to show you that I care and love you. But on the other hand, I can only do that when I know that you are fine without me. I don't know if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, like, definitely. I love taking care of people who already can take care of themselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I yeah. know that I'm doing it not because you need me to and I have to, but because yep. I can, like, it's a luxury and a, like a, a pleasure for me to do so because even if I weren't there, you'd be fine. But yeah. like now I get to show you and of you because I want to, not because yes. I have to. I think That's my favorite in a thing. sense what I'm, what I'm looking for is somebody who is similar to me in um, that they took their time to know what they want and be mm-hmm. able to take care of exactly. themselves. Yes. So once we get in a relationship, we both know what we want and we both have lived our lives alone. We've worked for our own money and we've done life on our own, but now we get to do it together. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? So yeah. in a way, I'm, I'm looking for myself. what age do you think that would probably like realistically happen i really don't know like i've i've asked myself that question before Uh uh-huh are you someone who's like okay at the age of like exactly this if i don't have someone then i'll be kind of worried or it's just like whenever it happens it happens yes i've always thought of it that way like if it if it's supposed to happen it will happen and whenever it does it it just happens so i'm not really like oh if i'm by the age of 25 i need to be married mm-hmm. um i think if i might be my 30s i might start to get worried honest like, really? if i'm being honest i think so mm. like i don't i don't know but that's just me no, thinking, makes sense. like with 21 I, yeah. I still have so much time left and um it flies by so quickly my friend yeah that's what i'm almost 25 saying. I know you're old. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, <laughs> no, but it's, I don't mean I don't mind aging. I just find it so interesting how quickly time changes and passes. Mm-hmm. It's just scary a little sometimes. Yeah, but I also kind of look forward to like being in a year from now. I really would they love say, to see my life. They say thirty is your best year. Oh yeah, I'm definitely. I'm looking. I'm even looking be- forward to being like forty and like in my forties. Mm-hmm. As a woman in this day and age, I think we have so much you more ever time. Being 40. Oh my gosh, I can't. You're 40. I'm 30. I'm 25. When I'm 40, you are 25. Yeah, wow, I think I was going to say that. No, when you're 40, I am 20, uh, 37. Girl. I think, yeah. Yeah. I, oh. I, I, 
I can actually imagine us still being friends. Like imagine yes. I imagine us being going on like a yearly trip or like a trip every two years together and still doing our brunch. I hope oh, if yeah. oh, it would I be want, really sad. I want this to happen. It would be really sad if this didn't happen. No. <laughs> now I'm kind of getting sloppy. Okay, no. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this, it, really will so. it will happen. It will happen. It will. Um this is going we're getting off track. Yeah, but what still, it's, it's a good direction. About? We were talking about still about um, on the topic of being married. How? Oh, what age? What age? I would oh, want yeah, to be yeah, yeah. In, like married. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it changed. It changed from when I was eighteen. I thought I I want a relationship now, but I didn't. As I already said, I didn't realize the extent of being married. But mm-hmm. now I'm like, I want to wait till I'm like in my late 20s, I think. I really, I th- because I think that's like the perfect age. Well, I don't think there's a perfect age. I think it differs for every single person. But for mm-hmm. me, I think if I'm like spending the early 20s to myself, I'll be such a great person <laughs> by the <laughs> end of my 20s. Yeah. And then I'll be ready to be in a relationship and give my best Your in a relationship. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's... What do you think? Um, I think now, early 30s is realistic. Like to get married? Yeah, 29 to 32. Are you going to wait that many years? No, I, I said realistic. It's oh. not necessarily like that's the perfect <laughs> age, but realistically, looking at how things are going and what I still want to do before being married, realistically, it's like 29 mm. is the age. And like, imagine I've been with someone since I was 21. So long till then. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. But I think <laughs> you see, like, when I was 18, I felt a lot more ready. I was like, at 18, yeah. in yeah. my mind, I was like, I was ready to have my own household. I was ready to be like yes. a yeah. homemaker. I wanted to be the person who had like the super tidy house and like, was on top of everything and i wanted to have someone who i could take care of wait what why are you laughing? i'm just laughing because i i know your room ah! oh <laughs> why would you say that <laughs> it's actually worse than what you know it should be currently because of all the stress wow way to dig deep <laughs> yeah but no the thing is i am tidy the only place i'm not tidy is my room everywhere mm. and i've always told no 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 okay yes okay <laughs> I've always I also know your car. <laughs> Stop exposing me. <laughs> you, the okay. thing is, no, everything that's happened in the last three years has been sh- because of stress and school. Like in my mind, yes, I just my mind absolutely. is so cluttered that I can't. No, I get that. But before yeah. before I yes. started studying and studying yes. in my life, I was very tidy and very like organized. Yes. Except for wedding my room, I always had this argument with my parents. It was that my room should be the one place I'm allowed to not be that way. Because everywhere else in my life, I'm very like, like mm-hmm. to the what's the word I'm using? Structured, very structured, very organized, very on top of things. And so my room should be the one place in the world where I don't have to be. I don't want to be. And so mm-hmm. there, I just allow myself to not be the tidiest person. And I think that's fine. But when it came to like, if I'm when I'm away, when I'm traveling, generally I tend to be pretty clean and tidy i think okay so yeah but at the time i felt i was ready i felt that like i can do this i am like the perfect person to get married at this age (laughs) now oh my gosh 18 imagine now knowing what i want in marriage i don't want to be a homemaker yeah in fact i want to be like i said i will pay someone to do everything else if i have the money if I don't, mm. I will still figure it out. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I am not at home. So imagine if I'd gotten married at that age and I'd have, I don't know, it could have developed in two ways, I think. Either because I then get into the routine and that's just now my life, I would continue in that track. I don't know if I necessarily would be happy, but I might still figure it out. Or I might start that way and that becomes like the normal in my household that it's on me. And mind you, I, I also imagine still being a full-time like employee. Until mm-hmm. at least kids maybe came into the picture. So imagine yeah. I'm a full-time employee and I'm like, I've taken on the role as a homemaker. And um, it went on at a certain point, I'll be so frustrated and get, I think, resentful 
if my partner on their own didn't see it as an equal partnership like if you have someone who what you want to do would definitely say no I still have a role in this household I'm still going to be like do my fair share of what needs to be done because I also live here and this is my life as well and it's my family and I also need to take care of things then it would be great but if the person didn't see it that way and they were like well no this is how things have been like this that's now your job now how can you now come start asking me to do your job in the household that would be kind of like <sighs> I would not be able to handle mm. that well and so yeah. now looking back I think 18 would not have been a good age of getting married for me I do for think me, that there are some people either. where that really would work because mm. they have yeah and share I think similar mindsets and values I do know people who are like who got married at like 18 19 and to be fair they are mature but mm-hmm. the reason why I think I I wouldn't have done well in a marriage at 18, 19 is just because I really didn't know what I wanted in life. Mm-hmm. That's the, I, I that's didn't exactly, know myself. I didn't that's know myself. I, worry I didn't, about. Yeah, I didn't know what I wanted, where I wanted to get in life, what are my goals, what are my expectations for marriage. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think, yeah, I, I wouldn't have done well. And I think it's just, it's very interesting as a kid or even with 18 you have like you really fully think you're ready but no in retrospect (laughs) you fool (laughs) (laughs) exactly like you didn't know anything (laughs) you didn't know nothing like i I had not experienced that much in life things had been super easy for me i hadn't gone through many struggles at that time Mm. so in my mind i was like like I had no mental health struggles, no like mm. physical health struggles, like everything. I had had a really, really good life. And now having gone through some other things, it's like I'm so different. And the way I think about life is also so different. Yeah. And I worry sometimes that people who get really like married pretty young, like made a decision that maybe at the time was right. But now like going mm-hmm. through life mm, may have turned out to be a lot more difficult i think if you get married young it's hard to develop yourself as as your own person Mm -hmm. i think you will adapt so much to your partner because just because for the sole reason that you don't know better you don't know what Mm -hmm. who you are so you're just adapting to the other person to your mate and i think that's uh, like that's not fair to yourself in a way like Mm. you have the right to be your own person and to make your own decisions based on what you truly want Mm-hmm. and i just think you don't you don't have that like you're not fully at that headspace yet with 18 yeah like I, I wasn't i know <laughs> many who weren't so especially women i feel like tend like would be the ones where being married younger be the best idea and i'm not saying mm. this like if you have gotten married at a younger age i don't think that that is just for the fact that you were married at a young age, that's a bad thing. I just think it can be more difficult. I don't know. I don't know. It's a fine I, line because there are a lot of people that do get married young and are happy. Mm-hmm. I'm, so I'm, that's the thing. I don't want to discount anyone's happiness just because mm-hmm. you, because if it works for you, it works. And I'm really happy if it does. Yeah. My concern yeah, is for the people who did get married and young and then they are now in their situation and don't yeah. maybe know how to sort things out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You can't generalize it, but no, it's definitely the case for me. Like, I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm not married yet <laughs> because that's what I said earlier as well. Like, I'm just realistic. I know I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with that person. So why, like, if I still get to live forty years with them, at least let me have my first like thirty years to myself. <laughs> mm. Exactly. So that's why I think like. And nowadays, early 30s is pretty good. You've settled in life. You have your money and your education mm. and your job. And you are you are relatively independent and you know who you are as a person. So that's great. Yeah. All right. I think we've talked a lot about being ready for marriage. Now we've, we've given our, our opinions on that and what we think helps us to at least get to be somewhat on a level of preparedness. Um, did we already talk about um, like... Yeah, we did. We already talked about how when we're younger, we thought things would mm. go. So that's fine. Um, 
now what have we've talked about the important thing marriage now the fun part is the wedding i mean wedding would be fun but like the wedding is also <laughs> another <laughs> aspect of the whole thing um, yes. and we were we were talking about and, and you also already know how the preparations i've started to do <laughs> mm-hmm. when it comes to weddings what about you um i think the only thing i've ever known was what i've wanted for my wedding was my dress i never mm. really planned a wedding for the sole reason of me just not thinking i was gonna get married soon but for the for this episode i actually sat down and thought about what would i actually want for my wedding day mm-hmm. and i think personally i would love i'm kind of torn because i want to have i feel like if i get married i'm gonna be super nervous and stressed and mm. i want to be able to enjoy that day yes and i feel that i want to have so fun. much so i think if you have like an intimate setting for when you get your marriage certification and you sign the con- the, contract. <laughs> yeah, the contract you sign yeah. the certificate and everything i think if that's like because i will be super nervous for that day mm-hmm. and if i have like an intimate setting of just the witnesses and maybe my parents and their parents and then have another day of like really big wedding mm-hmm. i think that's the ideal type of wedding to me but that's what most people do isn't it now that i'm thinking about it because mo- here in germany oftentimes you have like the um Strandesamt. yes and then but you have the it's usually w- like the... Fr- f- the next day right yeah i don't want it to be the next day i want mm. to get be married and then after t- some, some time, time. yes, oh, okay. and then have like a huge ceremony. That's what my I friend did. I might, I think I would enjoy the ceremony and the party more mm-hmm. if it were Once, like, yeah, um, different, like really some time between I them. See you. I've actually, yeah, so that's a- in the middle of April, and then the ceremony, like the wedding and the church stuff, was last mm. week. So she's mm. been married for a month already, yeah. exactly. And yeah. I've, I've thought about that too because I. I completely agree with you. I'm like, it might I would I might enjoy celebrating the marriage more once as I've thought about like two to three months after. And I know mm. someone who did that and they also said that like it was pretty good because once they got married, they then had the time um to like prepare the wedding together and there was less stress about logistics because they were yep. living together at the time and it was a lot easier because it was just up to them too. And so it, it, things went their way more. And I think that I, I would also, because of because of knowing what I want for my wedding and depending on which way I go, because I have, I, I'm, I'm, there are two options <laughs> that are very different that I don't know which one I would want to go for yet. One is a very small, intimate thing, like you said, in general, and not having like a huge celebration and really just keeping things in a small circle versus um a very big thing because i have a big family and i have quite Mm. a lot of friends from all sorts of different places and i do also want to have like the big celebration and so if i do go for the big celebration i would want a lot more time to be in between when i actually get married versus when then the celebration happens because i want to have the time to like just chill and um enjoy also the planning and not be stressed and anxious because I get, you know, with my sister's party, how stressed I was. I don't want that to be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want that to be what happens. Bridezilla. Like, yes. So <laughs> I just probably would want to have the party like months down the line and be like, okay, we've been. Yeah. Oh, and actually, oh my God. Once we started talking about like, we will be talking about weddings and marriage on this episode. I started seeing so much content and stuff. And one person actually did say like, what? isn't it worth it was like on a german podcast and i i really consume german media so when i mm-hmm. saw it i was like wow that's serendipi- serendipity she was like rather than celebrating like the wedding so big how about celebrating like the first year anniversary or the fifth year anniversary or the 10th year anniversary because that's when you've actually gone through the challenges and if you've made it that far that is something worth celebrating and i was thinking i was and i was like that's actually really that's a really good point of view but then someone commented that like but what if for example your your spouse passed away within the first year of marriage and you never got to actually celebrate like your wedding 
So I was like, oh, wow, that's so true. Because you never, like, tomorrow is never guaranteed. So Yeah, that's true. you can't say that, Hmm. oh, you won't celebrate because you've not gone through. Like, because getting married to begin with is already a joyous occasion. It is. Yeah. No, I think, I think you, well, you should, uh, I'm not saying you should, but I, in my opinion, it's definitely a thing to celebrate that your, your wedding is the thing you can celebrate. And I just think that you, you can, why don't you both do both? <laughs> why don't It's you just have your the wedding money, and then after it's the 10 money years, and the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. like after 10 years, <laughs> not, not after like half a year. Yeah, you've been married Mm. for You six do months. like the 10th. <laughs> Really? Oh. People do. Yeah, the 10th wedding anniversary is something that I, from Oh, what I know, is yes. like something Yeah. that people party Yeah. up for. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> so, for me, I do have, I have my, my notes and my, um, And stuff on that I, I have considered. I have a music playlist on Spotify that's the, called Wedding. I have an Instagram folder for wedding stuff. And so I just Wow. have been collecting things that I, an inspiration for things I would want. And I would, but I, When did you when did you start doing all that? it's been a long time. I'd have to actually go into the Instagram folder because it started with, um, I, I was seeing wedding dresses that I really love. Like I have this one dress designer, Ellie Saab. And I just Oh, really I love love Elisa. their gowns. Yes. And so when I, I started following them, that was a long time ago. And I was like saving the gowns. And I, basically what ended up happening is like, I'm not set on a designer or anything. I'm set on the kind of neckline I want. Like that's the main thing I have envisioned for my dress. I know the kind of neckline. And I also now know like the kind of, maybe there might be multiple dresses so that some of these things will actually will be a, a real life. thing because i i want something that's backless with like long satin bows not bows are like string not strings it's like oh i can't explain it but i i, I wore a dress Wait, to the wedding so your that had your like back, long your back is cut out? the back is cut out so i have like a neck um it's like a, a neck neck thing and then it has Okay. like big like bow not what's the word A I'm looking bow? for not a, it's not a bow i don't it doesn't need to be tied into a bow i just want like Too long. Ah, I like can't strings. really explain it. They're not strings because they're a lot broader than strings. <laughs> yeah, but I have ideas. I know the kinds of dresses I want to be wearing. Mm. <laughs> okay. And then um, I also have ideas for wedding colors and like what the colors for the reception and stuff would be. I also have like, <laughs> it's very random and very specific. Like I already have a caterer for my wedding Mm -hmm. if it's... A, in Ghana because I know someone who does like really good food. I was like, ooh, let me write that down so I don't forget she exists in like six years. So yeah. Anyway, I do have ideas and I hope that one day they come true. Yes, I'm actually very And I'm excited just happy for your wedding. with how things are. Me too. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, but that's pretty much it for this topic. We've talked Yep. a lot. Yes, I think we it was really good. did. How did you enjoy it, Mara? I really liked the episode. This felt very casual and comfortable and just two friends catching up over Over brunch. brunch. <laughs> there is no brunch <laughs> in sight. I have not eaten today. I've had like four I haven't dime, either. mini dime. I've had like a coffee and a smoothie. Mm. Yeah. But that's it. Uh, but Mara, before we Okay. end this episode, for some people Yes. might know we do a thing called this or that, and we've decided Yes. to bring it to the end of the episode. And so Yes. would you like to let us know what your this or that question Yes. is for this week? Um, so this, okay, I'll just ask you. If you, would you rather tell your partner what you want to be gifted or get a surprise gift? And the reason why I'm asking that is because I hate surprise gifts because I usually don't really enjoy them. And then I feel bad for not enjoying it. So I'm like, Ugh, I wish I really could like this, but I don't. But then I have to fake it. So would you rather tell <laughs> what you want? what do you think Yes. yes <laughs> of course yes. i i've had i've had very not heated debates but like my reasoning is this look if you don't know exactly what a person wants don't Mm buy -hmm. them anything Yes. if you don't know for a fact that i will like the thing you're buying me i will if it's a perfume or if it's i don't know clothes because i've gotten things that I didn't want and didn't need and didn't fit well, for example. 
and I never wear them or I never use them and it's just there and I feel bad for wanting to throw it away but at some point I'm like yeah no I can't keep yeah. it so if you don't know exactly what the person wants I my question is are you give I is the gift for them or is it for you to feel good about the fact that you got them something because yeah, if the person right? doesn't like the thing is it really a gift for them is it but really? then on the other side I love gifting and I, I love I gifting get... things you know the person wants. Yes. Well, it's usually like I see the thing and then I think of the person that they would really enjoy this. So that's why I gift it to them. But I yeah, don't but know for like 100%. People... Nah. Mm. I only buy something for you when I know. What's... Okay. Oftentimes what I've actually done and the, the person I've bought gifts for the most has been my mom. Mm-hmm. And so it's either I notice that she's missing something that she's like she. So one thing I I did when I was younger was I bought her a purse. What I did was I ordered multiple different kinds of purses mm-hmm. because I knew like the color and I knew the styles that she liked. So I ordered multiple and I had her pick what she wanted and exactly like That's okay, smart. she know that this is what she wants. I don't know the mm-hmm. exact thing, so that her pick the exact thing because it's still a surprise that I bought the the, the purses yeah. for her mm-hmm. but she got what she wanted and I could return the rest or mm. I would buy her like if her favorite perfume was running out and I noticed I would just get her a new one because I know that's what she likes so those are that's how when it comes to gift giving I know exactly what you want or I allow you to have an influence on choice mm. so that you get something that you're really happy about and don't feel guilty about not liking yeah that yeah. makes sense that's a good idea actually <laughs> do you know why i got so upset like i've thought about this so much before have we talked about why there was an mm. article or something that i saw somewhere where like a man was upset that his or was saying that his girlfriend was so ungrateful because he bought her such an incredible gift oh yes like we talked about this <laughs> and she didn't like it and so it was like how she's so ungrateful she i put on all, all this effort and it was like but like did she is that what she wanted or is that yeah. what you wanted her to have and like you if you are doing something for someone you can't you can't be entitled like you aren't entitled to them being happy just for the fact yeah. that um you've done something one thing i also think sometimes happens is that women get frustrated because they tell their partner what they want <laughs> Mm-hmm. they tell them maybe mm-hmm. even give specifics as to what they want and then their partner doesn't do what like give them what they want and yeah. uh, then then the partner is upset that they aren't happy mm. for the thing that they did and it's like well yeah. is it fair like is it really fair to expect me to be happy for something that you like you, you there was something you knew could have made me happy and you decided not to do that so did you really care about me or is it more about you that's why i was asking like is it mm. is the gift giving more about you or about the person who's supposed this is to be? getting very deep yeah i this is a topic that <laughs> i think about ever so often we can make an episode about this and like why i feel so passionately about yes gift giving and what it actually means <laughs> in a relationship sometimes so yeah. yeah because just my two cents i think i truly feel like giving something makes me happier than receiving it just because i most of the time Mm. don't really need something that they give me but then i think if i'm giving something to somebody do they actually really want it you know Mm -hmm. but (laughs) i just remembered something (laughs) from my graduation from high school was it high school or from my internship I literally told my mom what I wanted as a gift. I told her, I think mom, you've said this on the episode, uh, on the podcast oh, already. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I, lit- I told her that I'm the getting watch? the two watches. <laughs> I'm getting a gold and a silver version. Which one yeah. would you like to buy for me? You pick that <laughs> and that will be my and I'll get myself the other one. And I but was honestly, so happy. Yes, exactly. Like it's something you truly, really <laughs> wanted. And exactly. you didn't have to get it yourself. So it's no a one's gift, money's and wasted. You really want it. Yeah. Yes. And I'm yeah. really happy. And I used those watches till this day. And I've told her the same thing for graduating from school. I've sent her mm. the links to the watches and I've told her these are the two colors I like. Pick the one that you guys would want to give me. I will get myself the other one. And everyone's happy because she doesn't have to rack her brain as to what I want. Yeah. I don't need to be worried that I'm getting something that I might not enjoy. And I've done the work mm. for her. So, yeah. Okay. That's pretty much it. All right, okay. guys. Wait, you, thank your you. question? 
Oh, wait. I, I have a question. I do have a question. This question comes once again from Fred because he has done the work for me. <laughs> hi, Fred. The question. Hi, Fred. The question is, would you rather have a photographic memory or be able to forget anything at will? What's it going to be for you? So the only reason why I would ever want to forgive, uh, want to forget something would be if I've read a book or I've seen a movie or I've heard a song oh, that yeah. I want to forget so that I can experience listening or seeing it or reading it for the first time. I feel like I've had so this conversation. So that's good. Have we? Have we I'm talked about sure. this? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but the photo, uh, photogenic, is it? Graphic. Oh. <laughs> photogenic memory. Your, your memory looks so nice. <laughs> what does that even mean? Photogenic. I don't know. Uh, a photographic memory would be nice uh, for like schoolwork or just. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like just things you. Uh, Mm, yeah, I think I'm going with forgetting. Really? At will. Yes, because. Wow. Yeah, like you get to rewatch your favorite things over and over again. And it makes you happy. I don't know. Like, yes, I agree. And I'm not bad true. at remembering. Like, if I'm studying, I'm not bad at remembering it. Because is there, the is thing it... is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Is it truly a blessing if you have a photographic memory? I was going to say photogenic again. (laughs) (laughs) I think I would actually go for the photographic memory because I do really like um, it's something I've honestly wished for before. I really actually need to. I don't know. Is this this a case for you? Um, I really. One thing I'm still very adamant on doing is I, when I'm studying something, I have to write things down because yes. when I write something down, it helps when, you to later remember. on, exactly, because I know where I, I yes. tell where on the page it yep. was written. Yep, yep, yep. So yep, it's yep. it's kind of already goes in that in the direction of a photographic memory. So I'm like, yep. if I actually had one, I would actually be able to see and like go through and find what I saw or mm-hmm. what I'm looking for. So for me. Since it's something I've already wanted, I think, yeah, that would be my choice. Because forgetting anything at will, I don't, there's not that much time or not that much stuff I would want to forget currently. Maybe in the future, there might be things I would really be hopeful Mm -hmm. that I could just forget. Another thing is time kind of helps you forget stuff as well. Yeah, that's also true. So that's why I think I'd rather have a photographic memory because it it could help me on a more day-to-day basis than forgetting at Warwood. Yeah. So yeah. that's my choice. Okay. That's yeah. valid. That valid, valid, question. valid. It good was. Question. All Okey right, dogs. guys. So, so um, we still have our polls and uh, poll in question. Yes, And you please. have them. Please tell us yes. what is the poll. So, guys, please participate in the question poll. We have, you are able to participate within the first week of the episode being published so up until next sunday you have time to answer and it really does make us so happy when you guys participate Mm -hmm. we love to see we've got some comments on some of the episodes and i also really do like posting them so that you guys can also see what others have said so this week's question is at what age did you think you'd get married and were you right Mm -hmm. that's a good question so we had said for me, I, it was 25, and realistically now, it's more like 30, 32. I think for me, it was early 20s, but now realistically, it's... Uh, Whenever. In, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, for our poll, we would really like to know, what kind of person are you? Every detail before you and find your husband? <laughs> or are you <laughs> someone who, like, whenever it happens, you figure it out? Like me. Like Mara. Yeah. So let us know, type, type, type the yes. in the comments. Um, also, once again, do not forget to turn on your notifications on Spotify yes. and also now on Apple Podcast, as you know. Yay. Don't forget um, to review, to leave five stars. Um, yeah, and, and also when you're... DM us like suggestions, topic ideas, yes. things you have to say. 
that at just once no. a month <laughs> at once a month for brunch on Instagram. Yeah, yes. topic suggestions, those are that questions. Love that you have for us to share anything. Yep. Oh, anything nice. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and don't forget <laughs> also nice to things. share the podcast or any speci- like specific episode that you think would resonate with someone or someone would enjoy. Let us let's share once a month for brunch so that everyone gets a chance to brunch. Yay. <laughs> to brunch with us. <laughs> exactly. Okay. All right, friends and best. So it's been a fun episode and we hope you enjoyed listening to it and we wish you a nice day, afternoon, evening, morning. Rise or twilight. Bye. Goodbye.